0: welcome to the stop hating dating and find your person podcast i'm certified life coach stacy perry i went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to each week i'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to episode 16, stop leaving it up to them to be taken care of, the gift of boundaries. So hello, I hope you all had a great week. I went with a couple girlfriends to see Becky Robinson. She's the entitled housewife on Instagram. She's hysterical. Go check her out on Instagram. So funny. And then we had friends at our place in the Sassoon Marsh. And a couple of them had never been here. And it was just super fun. It's always super fun to share with newbies. And it was hot. So we sat on the dock and jumped in the water a lot. And whenever I'm on the dock, or go to lunch with a friend, my butt is sitting in the shade. It's a non-negotiable for me. It's my boundary. If I am outside in the sun, I will take care of myself by making sure I am in a shady seat. Everyone that knows me knows this boundary for me. I don't get all pissy. I get proactive. At a restaurant, I'll get like hyper focused and take the lead on grabbing us like the shady table or spot. I will speak up to a waiter. I will scoot over everyone's chairs to make space for myself in the shade. This lady does not like to be hot. And this week, my brain keeps chewing on the difference of telling ourselves that we deserve something, deserve to be treated a certain way, deserve to be cared for a certain way versus choosing, choosing to be treated a certain way, choosing to be cared for in a certain way. And I really like choosing better because for me, it implies that we are going to make it happen for ourselves no matter what, which is setting boundaries. So you can go back and listen to episode 10, My Manuals, My Rules, where we talk about the difference between your rules and manuals, requests. Demands and boundaries. And today, in this episode, we're doing a deep dive on just boundaries. So, the simple math of boundaries is if you do X, I'm going to take care of myself by doing Y. It's what you'll do when someone else does something. I will respond to your action of X with my action of Y. In a boundary, we are controlling the only thing we have control over, which is us, ourselves. We are taking emotional responsibility for our own well being versus trying to get someone else to do it for us. We are saying what we will do or not do or the actions we will take. We're not making them do something, we're deciding ahead of time what we will do if they do a specific thing. You're not leaving it up to another person to get treated the way you prefer to get treated. You're making sure you are taken care of. And you can simply set a boundary because you want to have as much as possible of what you want in your life. And that could be peace, serenity, safety, closeness, calmness, shade, Again, a boundary is about getting you to do something to take care of yourself, not to get them to do something to take care of you. Sometimes setting a boundary can have a wonderful impact on other people's behavior, but that is not the goal. And I want to give you like some signs that you may need a boundary as if you're like stuck in judgment. Think like, geez, don't they do I know better? The common decent thing to do would be. And if you, another reason or way to s- sign to see you may need a boundary is if you find yourself like arguing with them directly or in your head, like, I deserve to be treated better. I deserve your respect. I deserve. Try shifting in the moment or after whenever it's possible for you. What do I choose? They are showing up this way. What do I choose to do for myself in this situation? It's not a threat. It's not a demand. It's taking care of yourself versus not allowing somebody to do something, controlling yourself, not them. And it's like what we're going to do to protect ourselves, make yourself safe, make yourself comfortable, or just create whatever you prefer for yourself simply because you prefer it, like my shady seat. So a boundary could look like if you start talking to me in a way that is not what I interpret as loving and respectful, I'm going to leave the conversation. And that means maybe not texting you back until a few hours later or after you text me something loving or leaving the room or leaving the house or getting off the phone with you. I choose to discuss things in a loving way. When it gets unloving or mean or heated or disrespectful, in my opinion, I take a break for us both to cool off. Like, example of dating boundaries could be like, I stop dating people when I find out they don't want a long term relationship. Another one like, if someone doesn't want a relationship or doesn't want one right now with me, I stop seeing them. If someone sends me a crude or disrespectful message on the app, I unmatch with them. If someone texts me after 10.30, I don't respond until the next day. If someone starts yelling, I'm going to leave the conversation. If someone is over 25 minutes late to a date, I leave. If someone shows up to a date and doesn't look anything like their pictures, I leave. If someone drinks on a date, I take an Uber home. You know, I don't argue over text. I either pick up the phone or call or talk to them the following day. These are just all examples of different boundaries you can have. Another one, if I go on a family vacation, I want my own bedroom. If my family chooses a place where I share a room or I'm on the couch, I'll get my own hotel room another one. Marriage is very important to me. If after dating for six months, you don't think this is moving towards marriage, I'm going to choose to move on to someone with the same relationship goals. So boundaries are for you, you taking care of yourself, you creating a safe environment for yourself, you creating a comfortable situation for yourself, you getting you what you want. It's not to punish, not to manipulate. Not to force, not to coerce, not to control, not to change. And I know we can hope they'll change and sometimes they do, but that is not the goal. It, in the moment, it's taking care of you and taking care of your needs. And I bet some of those boundaries I just listed and I just made them up made you super uncomfortable when you thought of upholding them. Am I right? Luckily, you get to decide your own boundaries. And those are just some examples. So here are 12 important things I want you to know about boundaries. One, if you can set them from a place of love or neutral versus like angry, pissed, fed up, you can be calm and grounded versus mad. They can even be flirty, like, hey, just so you know, I turn into a pumpkin after 10 p.m. You can text or call me, but just know I have my phone on silent and won't respond until the next morning. Number two, they don't have to be spoken. The same boundary above about not answering text after 10 p.m. can just be a boundary you have and they will learn. Or you may date someone or have family or friends who you don't like discussing politics with them. You could tell them the boundary, hey, if politics get brought up, I'm not going to participate in the conversation or I'm going to get up from the table until the conversation has changed or I'm going to leave. Or you could just do any of those things as a way to keep yourself comfortable You could go to the bathroom when your family gets all riled up on politics, and that might be the way you take care of yourself and have the boundary. Or maybe you just say to the day, hey, can we switch the topic? But they don't have to be spoken. Number three, you can have different boundaries for different people, like with time and being late, you may give someone you just started dating or just met a little more wiggle room. But with a close friend who's always late, you may say, hey, I love you. I'm excited to see you. But if you're not ready when I come to pick you up, I'm going to go ahead and I'll just meet you there. Number four, you may choose to set boundaries for yourself. For instance, You can't control other people, what they do or don't do. You can only control what you do or don't do. And let's say you're living with a new boyfriend or a housemate and they leave stuff on the kitchen counter. You can make requests, but let's say you have a very different standard when it comes to the speed and style for cleaning up. You could choose to stop dating them or living with them, but... If that's something you're not wanting or willing to do, you can have a boundary with yourself. Like when there's stuff on the counter, I take care of myself by just cleaning it up. Number five, it's up to us to honor and follow through on our boundaries, not them. Yes, it would be nice when they learned our boundary that they respected it and did it But that is hoping that they change a behavior so we don't have to. And most likely, if you're setting a boundary with them, the behavior is a long formed habit for them. So the reality is, you're going to have to do the uncomfortable work of keeping up your boundary with them. Which leads me to my next note number six, setting boundaries can feel super hard and uncomfortable. Be prepared. Most likely, the first time you're in a situation that you have a boundary around, and it comes time to do the thing that you said you'd do to take care of yourself in that situation, you're going to be super duper uncomfortable. You're probably not going to want to follow through. Like, let's say you go on a date and you really like him, but he had a couple drinks. You two are feeling the spark and your boundary is to not get in a car with anybody who's had any drinks. And this could be a really easy conversation for some of you and a really hard conversation for others. Some of us are major people pleasers and boundaries bring up all sorts of fears around not being liked. One of my mentors calls it gag and go, which Totally cracks me up. You may feel like you want to barf because the uncomfortable feelings that holding your boundary brings up for you, but you do the plan thing anyways. So you gag and go. Falling through on your boundary will probably trigger some really icky feelings, like maybe guilt or fear, worried that they're going to be mad at you, dread. For some of you, being the victim and blaming people for not taking care of. Of you the way you wish they would feels way more comfortable than having to follow through on boundaries. Number seven, if you communicate a boundary and don't follow through on what you plan to do to take care of yourself, it's just an empty threat, not a boundary. The more you follow through with your boundaries, the more trust you build with yourself. And hopefully, the person you have the boundary with will learn too, but maybe not. The most important thing is that you take care of yourself and learn to trust yourself that you will take care of yourself, especially in the beginning, really think through your boundary. And if you are really willing to follow through on it, number eight, you don't have to be mad if they don't honor it. Like maybe you asked an ex to give you space and not reach out to you out of respect for your healing, but they still send you texts. You can maybe just accept that this is how they do a breakup and how they're dealing with their uncomfortable feelings around the breakup. You can't control if they text or call you, but you can block them. You cannot respond. You can leave their messages unread. It's up to you to uphold and respect your boundaries, not them. Number nine, along the same lines, people have free will. They can dance right through your boundaries and may. You can make requests and demands and loving pleas and set boundaries, but sometimes they don't want to change or haven't done the work to change and accepting the reality that they may not follow your boundary. And that's okay, because you will, you will take care of you no matter what, instead of getting annoyed and bugged, your power is in taking care of you no matter what they do or don't do. Number 10, People may really not like your boundaries. Like the example of you telling your family you'll leave if the politics talk gets heated, or if you don't have a room on a family vacation, they may accuse you of being high maintenance or selfish or causing drama. Again, setting boundaries can be super uncomfortable for you and super uncomfortable for the person you're setting the boundary with. Number 11. When setting a boundary, it's an opportunity to clear on what you want and why you want it and seeing all the choices you have in the situation. Ask yourself, am I willing to feel the uncomfortable feelings that may come up with following through on my boundary? Is this that important to me? Is it important enough to go through that like gag and go? Number 12, it gets easier. As I always say, these tools and mindsets are a practice. Taking the action of setting and following through on boundaries is a practice. You'll get stronger and stronger as you practice. You're building that muscle. So that is it. I hope this episode has got you thinking of ways you can choose to take care of yourself by setting and following through on boundaries. Until next week, go get them. With some boundaries. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one on one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio. Or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find a person.